Welcome to Rama for Today. I don't know whether you realize how precious food is until you suffer hunger. But hunger will make food and bread precious. And thirst will make water precious. And poverty will make riches precious. Well, sin makes the blood of Jesus Christ precious. For without the shedding of blood, the Bible said, there is no remission of sins. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week, we went back into the archives and found a series by Kenneth E. Hagan that we know will be life-changing. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about how to get this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. In 1 Peter, the first chapter, let's notice the 18th and 19th verses for a text. For as much as ye know that ye were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold from your vain conversation, the word conversation, you know, the Greek word translated conversation means your manner of life or your conduct. And so, uh, that you were not redeemed from your manner of life, vain manner of life. Farmer conduct, in other words, before you were saved. Received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb without blemish and without spot. Now notice the expression, redeemed with the precious blood of Christ. And that's what I want to talk about, is the precious blood of Christ. You know, circumstances make things precious. I don't know whether you realize or not how precious uh, health is until you get sick. Amen. I don't know whether you realize how precious it is to live without pain until you suffer pain. I don't know whether you realize how precious food is until you suffer hunger. But hunger will make food and bread precious. And thirst will make water precious. And poverty will make riches precious. Well, sin makes the blood of Jesus Christ precious. For without the shedding of blood, the Bible said, there is no remission of sins. There is no remission of sins. And so the Word of God teaches us, as our text said, that the blood of Christ is precious. We're redeemed with the precious blood. It is precious because, as this text said, of its redeeming power. Redeemed not with silver or with gold, but with the precious blood of Christ. Paul, in preaching, in giving his farewell message, to the elders of the church at Ephesus in Acts the 20th chapter and the 28th verse said unto those elders or pastors because that's what they were of the church at Ephesus take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. You see these elders as they were called were overseers the same Greek word translated overseers is translated bishop. 
and the bishop's office is the pastoral office. That's the reason I said they were pastors. Notice that they were to feed the church of God. Therefore, they were teachers or preachers called to that ministry. Feed the church of God, he said, which he has purchased, hallelujah, with his own blood. Praise God. The blood of Jesus Christ is precious because of its cleansing power. Notice 1 John, the first chapter, and the seventh verse. But if we walk in the light as he's in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? Amen. We sing, or used to sing, and I think some of those old songs, like Ken said, we need to learn to sing them again. We used to sing quite frequently, What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Now notice that it said, Cleanse us from all sin. Over in Revelation, the very first chapter, And the fifth verse, it said, Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. Praise God. You see, the word of God teaches us that we have a better covenant established upon better promises. Well, under the Old Testament, you can see they shed the blood of animals Those innocent animals were a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of God speaks of him as a lamb without spot and without blemish. That blood only covered their sins. And they had to go through it all again in the process of time. You know, if I were to, on this this leather Bible case... If I were to spill some blue ink or black ink or something that's not the same color, well, I could cover it up with my hand, and you couldn't see it, but it's still there. And so it was under the old covenant. The sin nature was still in man. Their sins were only covered. But thank God, one thing that makes our covenant so much better is that he has washed us, cleansed us, from all sin. Praise God in his own blood. Now I want to come back to that verse in a minute, 1 John 1, 7. But I want us to go for a moment and notice some things that the writer of the Hebrews had to say. Notice that he said, uh, well, let's look in the 8th verse first. But now, talking about Jesus, the 8th the chapter that is, and the 6th verse. But now hath he, talking about Jesus, obtained a more excellent ministry by how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant. Hallelujah. Which was established upon better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, then should no place have been sought for the second. For finding fault with them, he saith, Behold, the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant 
with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, because they continued not in my covenant, but I regarded them not, saith the Lord. Now, skip back to the seventh chapter for just a moment and notice something that he said about that covenant. He says this, talking about, uh, well, we'll just start right here at the 25th verse of the seventh chapter. Wherefore he is able, talking about Jesus under the new covenant, and who has shed his blood and become our high priest, he is able to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. For such a high priest became us, who is holy, harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needeth not daily as those high priests under the old covenant, you see, to offer up sacrifice first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. For this he did once when he offered up himself. Hallelujah. So therefore he has obtained, praise God, a more excellent ministry. Can you say amen? amen. Now then let's skip over for just a moment to the ninth chapter of Hebrews and see something further that the writer of the Hebrews had to say about Jesus. But Christ, let's start with the 11th verse. But Christ being come a high priest of good things to come by a greater and more perfect tabernacle. Hallelujah. Not made with hands. That is to say, not of this building. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood. Hallelujah. He entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a helper, sprinkling the unclean, sanctify to the purifying of the flesh, how much more? Whoa, glory to God. How much more? Shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience, hallelujah, from dead works to serve the living God, hallelujah. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. We have a wonderful offer uh, this month. Uh, your, um, well, it's actually a collection of sermons by you and your dad. Yeah. 
called ministering to your family. You know, family, honey, is very, very oh, important yes. to us. Very important to us, yeah. You know, uh, the, the, uh, the titles here are, are uh, On the Matter of a Mate by Dad and then Ministering to Our Own World. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be, I think that one's by me. And then you go to the role of a Christian father in here. And that's going to be by, that's one I did. Yes. And then uh, uh, Surrounding Your Teenager with Faith and Love, that's Dad, Kenneth E. Hagan. And, and then uh, the last one, how, how to Win Your Unsaved Loved Ones. Is the, is the last one, and that's that's Dad. So these are these are teachings that we have done, and they put them together, that's made right. ministering to your family. It is a really really good book. It's a good informational In fact, book. Somebody was I just recently we were somewhere, and somebody was saying, you know, we just I, I just read that book and said it really it really helped me to know how to minister to my family. That's right. And a DVD by me called Facing Your Goliath. Yeah. And I'll just tell you, help you to know how to face your Goliath. Right. And, you know, one of the key things that we need to do is avoiding the trap of offense. Yeah. And that's three CDs by you. Right. And that's for a gift of $35 or more. Right. So we just encourage you to go and take advantage of that. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.